So can I talk about bubblegum crisis now? Or are you going to yell at me again? Mom? Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. We'll no, have I to see. Know. I'm going to start and you're going to be like. <laughs> I'll be like. I'm bubblegum. <laughs> I'll be like. Prince is. And I'm like, come on, Joel. It's my podcast too. Just because you had that thing about Hanabi and the growing up. It will forever go the, down. You think you're the star of the show now. It's I'm just actually, you out there. I'm trying to find a way to, uh, you know, record that into a golden disc or a wax cylinder that all that, you so know. So it can be preserved Create for a negative time. form of. Yeah, basically. When they discover Earth after it's been evacuated by man. So they can play with some sort of, like, crude physical device. Exactly. And they'll know. Like, it'll, like, roll over the indentations and play the sound. They'll be like, oh my They'll god, like, I'm so glad man, humanity abandoned this planet. 21st century is racist. Yeah, these guys were dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get our humor. Nobody gets our humor. That's why we're fast karate for the gentlemen. That's why Coming we're funnier you. than all the rest of you. Not, not Maybe not. Sometimes Something like the baby bomb comes out and you guys are all like, man, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> well, you didn't. It's Joe White original. Yeah, there you package go. that and, and sell it as cologne. <laughs> I don't know Sound how it would cologne. make the transformation between those two states, but it'd be called like baby bomb. It would smell like an exploded baby. <laughs> Some awesome. people like that. No one would like that. It's got the faint hit of bacon and poo. <laughs> bacon? <laughs> is it because the baby is fat or because you were feeding the baby bacon? Isn't that what babies eat? Listen, Dave, I'm not entirely familiar with how you rear children. <laughs> Is this what happens when Jacob leaves you alone with his kid? <laughs> yeah. <You're> like, <laughs> he just comes home. The, as soon as he leaves, you're like listening for him to close the door and you break out the skillet. <laughs> not even the skillet. He just There's a open bacon package on the floor. Just feeding them the <laughs> raw just, stuff. You just wait for the baby to crawl into it. It's like, I didn't feed him the baby, bacon, man. That's what he wanted. Did of his own volition. That bacon of his own accord. Now he's a man. (laughs) I've been pissing off Graziella in my usual fashion. Do you know that uh, the song, the the guys who made South Park have a band, and they have a song that's like, "Now you're a man, 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 man." That's kind of a funny song. It's all right. Um, (laughs) I've been singing that. Replacing man with Graziella's name. Does <laughs> not care for that. Awesome. Still totally pretty fun awesome. for me, though. Um, so anyway, can I talk about Bubblegum Crisis? I know you hate it. Do whatever you want. I do not hate Bubblegum Crisis. You know that's not true. Dude, you're a dick. Yeah, all so right, anyway, fine. we watched Maybe all Bubblegum Crisis, and we, then we watched all Bubblegum Crisis 2040 in like three days, which is sort of what I did with my Christmas vacation, which is fine. That was fun. Um, and I don't know. I just don't get it. Why do people hate this show so much? It's not that bad. In parts, it's pretty good. Yeah, totally. Like, they're driven to such rage. I don't know if it's this because they're so nostalgic for the original, but the original wasn't that good. Like, it was crazy and stupid, and because it was crazy and stupid, like, it was really fun to watch. But, like, it's not like it was really that good. Like, I don't know how to put it in uh, more eloquent language than that. It was a really stupid show. 
But we love it. I mean, Bubblegum Crisis 2040 does not succeed on everything it tries to do, and that's to its detriment. And fine, the animation gets pretty bad at the end. But you know what? <laughs> Evangelion's animation got fucking atrocious. And nobody was like, oh, Evangelion, man. Why? Nobody, that, game, that show was shitty. Everybody likes that show. And it has the same thing where the ending gets all weird. And the ending in Evangelion doesn't even take place in space. And it doesn't even have a motorcycle that transforms into a robot. Yeah. I so mean, they like, do have robots, but it turns out that the robot transforms into a dead mob. And it's only in your perception yeah. of it. It's Which like, this is, is the worst really transformation ever. That was just horrifying. But I don't know. It's like, at least Bubblegum Crisis 2040 tried to have characters. Like, what were the characters in Bubblegum Crisis? Oh, here's Pris. Another one of her friends died this episode. For six out of the eight episodes of this friggin' show, Pris' friend die. Pris violates the commandments of the Nightsabers. I don't know. Some shit happens with a robot on Dream Island. Ah, <laughs> uh, delightful. But enough of your apologies for uh, Bogle Price's 2040. Like Pris is like a really cool character in that show. And in the original show, she was kind of stupid. I mean, I like her anyway. It's sort of this weird love-hate thing I have going on with her. It's fine. I just I touch myself at night about it. It's nothing to worry about. But <laughs> do not concern yourself. Look away. There's just like some mo- moments in 2040 that are just like so cool. Like that the first boomer fight scene in the first episode. It's not necessarily cool on like a choreography level because even in the first episode, the animation's not great. I mean, it's a TV show from the late 90s. Comparing it to uh an OVA from the 80s is, like, kind of unkind. But let's face it, Bubblegum Crisis, the OVA, had no contest of better animation. But anyway, like, sort of just conceptually, you watch that, and you're like, man, Pris is so cool. She's, like, spin-kicking the robots and, like, hanging off fire escapes. It's pretty sweet. But then you, there's never a moment in the original Bubblegum Crisis where you're like, man, Pris is so cool. How she, like, cries because she has to kill this person that she met yesterday who's going to blow up the city. And then, like, the next episode, she hasn't even gotten over it. And then she sort of transfers this grief onto, like, that person's friend. That's so cool. And everybody just gets more and more uncomfortable with everything that's happening. Yeah. And it's like, man, Nene's so cool how she's annoying. And the other people are cool, too, with their no personalities. What are you talking about? Sylvia's totally Nina? frigid. That counts as a personality. <laughs> Celia? Nina. Like, she likes Celia's to work out. Personality? Ghetto pimp. She likes to work out, Dave. That's a personality. Yeah. She's an aerobics instructor. That's not a personality. That's a job. It's deep enough for anime. Yeah, I guess. And they're like, look, we're taking the bus in our robot suits. This is wild. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, it's like, and then people. Some people, Anime World Order, have compared Bubblegum Crisis 2040 negatively to Bubblegum Crash. What? The second episode of Bubblegum Crash is like an after-school special about boomers. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Come on. 
this this is why I say that all these feelings are just deeply coached in nostalgia because it's like you're not appreciating the show on its own merits. And I think that's unfair because there's a there's a pretty good show under there. I really like how like the robots are like these barely contained living entities. That's a cool idea. It's not fully realized in the show, but they do an okay job. Ending's a little weird. It has a robot dinosaur suit and a motorbike that turns into a robot. And the bike's got a cannon on it in the first place. Totally sweet. They need to be appreciated. These are things that make a good show. I'm just saying. Behold them. See them in their glory. It was an okay show. It wasn't the best show ever. It had a lot of stuff going for it, namely Pris. She had a much better character design. Though, I will concede that at points in the Bubblegum Crisis OVA, Pris wore a tie, and that was pretty good. <laughs> but actually, she did that in 2042. So at best, it's a draw. But whatever. Yes. Uh, um, we've already wasted 10 minutes, and there are, there are things to talk about. So dude, many things. There are huge things, enormous things. Like psychic Native Americans that can't even save oh their God, own dude. tribes. I hadn't watched it when you sent me that I am about the headphone, the headband, constrain, constraining his terrible psychic power. Um, so you send me the I am, and you say that the bandana is the source of his psychic power, and I go, ha ha, Joel, always making wise. No, no. But in fact, the bandana was containing his terrible psychic power. Can you imagine, Dave? Brace yourself for this. Can you imagine how hard Loverboy would have rocked without a bandana? Yeah. The sonic emanations would have destroyed this world. And everybody would have been working for the apocalypse. We wouldn't be here anymore. Exactly. You'd be like snapping your fingers and the headband slips off and all of a sudden you're roasted like Canadian bacon on the sun. Well, we would just be fragments floating in space. Yeah, if you like that scene from Terminator, I'd be gripping a chain link fence, waving back and forth as my flesh was incinerated yeah. Yeah, and my bones were singed. From your body, would be Lover Boy right at the center of an atomic explosion. <laughs> no, the Canadian government failed to make the headband tight enough. Yeah. He was rocking too hard, and the sweat allowed it to slip from that his brow. That was their one job. That's why Canada sucks so much because they have to keep these headbands on. Canadia. Hate yeah. you. Everybody's working for the weekend. Dave? So, yeah. What are we talking about? I don't know. A little thing called the bow. Are we talking about bow? Because I'm not We're even sure who bow is. Bow is a worm that lives inside your body. And gives you terrible psychic powers. Yes. Are they even psychic powers? Most of them appear to be Aquanet or electricity related. Yeah, he's able to shoot needles from his hair. Which seriously, I don't know why you wouldn't just use the hair needle power all the time. Because all the other powers, I mean granted, you have the ability to go all Raiders of the Lost Ark on people with your hands and melt their faces. But you could do that with your hair from afar. (laughs) Well, we might as well start at the beginning, which is secret agents on a train shooting at a squirrel. 
<laughs> yeah, that weird animal. Like, what kind of animal is that? I mean, it's like a squirrel with a like giant puffball tail. I, don't I mean, know what it's you could describe it as a squirrel. It's some kind of squirrel cat. It doesn't matter. Because it's totally stupid and you have no idea why it's in the show because it never does anything. Yeah, it really doesn't do anything. It's more it's, it useless have superpowers. than the ferret in Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> that ferret was awesome, dude. Didn't he have to go back into the building to save it? Yeah. The fire alarm happened. It was like his responsibility or something that his evil dad grabbed him. But the ferret, song. the ferret like, bit him at just the right time. But this squirrel never pulls anything like that. It just hisses. Can't even get secret codes psychically. Yeah, I know. Well, that's that's this is the girl's powers or to uh, use her. Uh, she can learn the combination of any code by touching the wall or something, and she can see blood flowing all over her hands. No, she's psychic, Dave. <laughs> she has well, psychic bil- those- abilities. The psychic ability to see blood flowing all over her hands. Yeah, the psychic ability is to totally like she trip can, like, out. Reach out. And psychically sense the bad guy's intent, and their intent is to shoot them. So she sees blood flowing all over her hands. Well, it's not even like she sees blood. She sees she draws in a she starts scribbling on a sketch pad that she was using, and all of a sudden the the red coalesces into a swirl and then expands out of the page in the face of the assassin. And she's like, "We got to get out of here. They're after you." And I'm like, "Really? They're after you? You couldn't tell that by when you you know you jumped off the train and they were shooting at you." You thought they would just give up? Man. I think that it would be safe to assume that they were always after you. And hanging out in front of a grocery store isn't the best, safest place to be. At least not if you don't let want to get stabbed. S- let me say this. I am generally known as a person who doesn't mind dubs. In fact, I will watch them more often than not. And I think I had heard things about the dub of Bao. And I watched it, and I was like... This isn't that bad. Until they introduce the doctor. <laughs> Which, what? No, if there's something extremely funny that cuts at, gets cut out at the beginning or end of this show that we say, too bad. Because the singer is going to be all quotes from that doctor. Like, who enters without permission? The girl! I will not report this to the organization. Take her away now. What? Bow's ter- this, this is Bow's is- terrible power. Yeah, that one. This is awful. We've awakened Bow's terrible power. <laughs> this is like if you were reading the transcript of what the people were saying in Bionic Commando back when it was, you know, on, on the, the Ness. original NES. You were like, this is what you imagine they would sound like. Just sort of blocky, kind of crude. But it's not even like... It's not even that his delivery is wooden, because it clearly it is, and that's where sort of the reading the transcript definition comes in. But his voice is like so like raspy and like intense, even when it really shouldn't be. And just and the lines he has to say are so ridiculous. He's like, Don't let the water fall like flow out of this container. We have to keep filling it up with more water. Yeah. Oh, there's not enough water in the tank. Turn the pumps back on. It's like, really? Water is what's subduing him? Yeah, if he touches the side and feels anything, he's going to freak out and rip the lid off. <laughs> he's in a sensory deprivation tank. What I understand is, like, he's not really super powered. You don't need to keep him in a sensory deprivation tank because you can well, put him in a medically yeah. induced coma. 
Well, the thing is, like, he doesn't gain his superpowers until he's traumatically wounded. Like, that's how they explain the bow parasite working. And, uh, I mean, traumatically wounded is a pretty intense thing, too, apparently. Because after he and the girl escape from the research train, uh, the army sends a special agent after bow and the girl or whatever the guy's name is. I don't remember. Uh, Bao is the parasite, but Bao is now also him. Um, the, the secret agent guy stabs him in the stomach and then he wanders into a bus. Well, almost. He, I mean, maybe he gets clipped by it. But regardless, that is not enough to awaken Bao's terrible power. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, you know, Bao hadn't totally... Well, this is the important thing to make the... to distinguish. Bao is at once used in the dub to describe the parasitic worm that lives in your brain and gives you incredible power, but also uh, the sort of organism in general. So Bao describes both the group and the individual, but it can also describe the host. So you've got yeah. this guy named Ikaro who is sort of swapped between they call him Ikaro or they call him Bao. I guess when he's in, you know... Super blue skin Bow transformation, yeah. hyper eighties like band mode. <laughs> he's a uh, he's bow, but when he's Ikaro, yeah, he's... he's just you know waiting to get it stabbed. <laughs> I don't even know why you would or... ever attack Ikaro. Why wouldn't you just like you know feed him a really big meal and wait for him to fall asleep and then chop off his head? It's like we'll kill him with kindness. He'll never see this coming. <laughs> just keep feeding him cupcakes. It's like have some more red wine. Oh, you're too kind. I'm so I don't sleepy. Know. I feel like I've had enough. It's like it's somebody like, blows no, no, it and sets fine. him on fire. It's like, no, you idiot. That was for later. <laughs> now you've activated his terrible power. Which terrible I, power is it? He's got like 12. I don't even know what to be afraid of anymore. Too, because what finally awakens Bao is the secret agent stabs him in the heart <laughs> after slitting his throat. <laughs> And that takes them all, like, I don't know, 25 seconds to revive from. Well, I love it that the secret agent managed to, you know, it stabs him in the heart. He's like, no way, unbelievable, after he's doused him in gasoline. And then he tries to <laughs> light a match. And then Bao grabs his hand and melts it off. Yeah, he sort of me- it's sort of a melting slash exploding. It, it's, yeah, it's the... It looks like the most painful thing ever because Bao is like, like super if- strong, so he could also be crushing his bones as his flesh dissolves in what can only be described as an intense electrical burn. I mean, it looks like they're, the flesh is being turned into silly putty, and it's just sort of slogging off of his face. <laughs> well, no, that's um, later. I-, I mean, that's when uh, Bao oh, pogs his head. Specifically about the, the hand? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, Joel. I just think if last week when we were talking about Wrath of the Ninja, you made a head explosion gif, I really think this necessitates a gif, at least of that guy having his head melted. And, or like uh, when the Indian chief blows up those like scientist heads, they're like, oh no, he's the, bang, the bandana that regulates Walken's tremendous psychic abilities. And now he's going to make our heads all bl- bubbly. I love it how they spend oh, no. all that time exclaiming how terrified they are, and they never run away. 
If you're yeah, scared, you, you guys it, get you to run. At least been saying it while you were running. Exactly. <laughs> describe that. It's like, oh, I'm so winded. It's hard to describe what's happening. He, like looks yeah. at the camera as he's jogging. It's like it turns out that walking is the most powerful psychic in the world, and we built him this fly bandana that controls his powers. And seriously, that's where that's why Bow is so dumb. Because the bandana gets cut off, and you think Walken is dead. Uh, but no. In fact, the only thing constraining his unbelievable power has now been yeah. removed. So Bao just kind of screwed himself. But we're skipping ahead so much. I mean, we missed the the research session where, like, the scientists invite the, the grant funders over. Oh, yeah. To see how their investment is proceeding. And it's three guys wearing bronze opera masks. Well, they're, 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 I think they're more like Greek tragedy masks. Well, yeah, that's, or, that's what I meant. So they got like a, a frowny-faced guy and a happy guy. And an in-between and, guy. And Nobody. they're watching like this dog, and the dog's just hanging out. And then they send like a, a tiger into the room to kill the dog. And they're like, what's up with you're wasting our money. He just killed that dog. You said what? That dog was bow. That, and they were like, oh, wait. No, it wasn't even like, but wait. It's like that. Now, Bao's terrible power will be released. Ah ha ha. Ah ha ha. Ah ha ha ha. It's a speed racer. Well, that's what he feel like. That's what he's doing. And he's yeah. like describing what's going on. So, and like, then the, the dog, dog wakes up, turns blue, jumps around the walls. Like,. And while this is going on, I'm thinking, why do you even need normal Bao? Why not just make dog Bao? <laughs> or why would you put Bao? In? I guess the idea is that they want to demonstrate how tough Bao is, so they put it into the dog. I would have jumped straight to Tiger Bao. Yeah. you got to believe, you, man. Clearly, you already have a tiger. <laughs> if you I could make like humans this tough, I mean, a human without a gun or a weapon is totally useless. So if you give them Bao and they get all these cool powers, I don't even want to imagine what Tiger Bao would be like. Yeah, because they're already pretty formidable. They're totally formidable. Did you see what he did to that dog? He, like, hit him once and his whole face exploded. Yeah, he ripped the top half of his face off. I was totally uncomfortable during that whole scene. I was like, this is is terrible. Well, we totally skipped it, but Bao is, like, really uh, the animal cruelty. Because in like the second, the I mean, the first scene of the movie, the girl's running away from the secret agent guys, and she runs into a train full of Dobermans. Yeah, and like in cages, and then she opens all the Doberman cages, and then there's just like half a minute of pure animal murder. <laughs> like dogs are getting stepped on, shot. And first of all, there were like I don't know, maybe twelve Dobermans. If that many Dobermans are interested in killing you, I don't care if you have yeah. three guys. You are getting tore up. You don't have enough bullets for that many dogs. <laughs> Dobermans no are already terrifying. No matter how many bullets you have, you better have a flamethrower. And even then, it's more likely that you just get a flaming dog on Exactly. You. Flaming Doberman, that's like four times the damage. Because you know he's going to jump through the flames. It's like attaches it's itself to your nuts fire and starts swinging you around you. by him. It's like, oh, now that it's on fire, this is even worse than being bit in the nuts by a regular dog. I tried to think about what would be worse. Girl, too. Like, she lets those dogs out and gets them all killed for what? Like, the next room is the room where Bao's in, and she gets caught anyway. 
Well, it makes you wonder why they had all those dogs in that room anyway. Is that like your guard technique? And if it I is, I figured it was going to be a bow army. <laughs> I don't understand why they didn't like open up the doors. Like, you know those twelve dogs we put back there? They're all barking, and I think I hear gunshots. Let's just leave this door yeah. closed. Because yeah, there's like a bunch of soldiers in that room. It's like what? Like, What's going on out there? It's like no, no. We're paid to watch the container thing with the guy in it. We don't have to worry. That's the that's Cartoon's job. Cartoon will take care of Cartoon. <laughs> car one takes care of car one. <laughs> and, then, and then they let Bow out, and they're like, "Fuck, we should have helped Cartoon." Oh my gosh, we are so dumb. <laughs> At least we would have had some dogs. I mean, presumably the dogs would have been indiscriminate, though they did not go after the little girl. Yeah. Which would have been a gross miscalculation on her part. Yeah. Well, it's like, I was kind of not expecting her to do that, considering they were barking and snarling at her as she ran through the train. And it's like, there were cages right next to the door. Like, one of them would have gotten a shot at you. (laughs) But no, she gets off scot-free. Oh my gosh, Dave. She gets her comeuppance. You know what I think I just found? What's that? Bow porn? No. I mean, that's probably out there, but I think I found a transcript of the dub. Nice. I like it already. I, I was look. I was trying to look up all Bow's ridiculous powers, like the stinging what? bee technique. Yeah. Oh, is see that's the thing. I didn't watch. Like I didn't have the subtitles on, so I had no idea what those the moves were called. Dude, I actually paused it and went back to look them up. I can't remember where I wrote them down, though. It's ridiculous that I wouldn't have, but apparently I I didn't. We've we've skipped. So they know this guy's a big danger. So they send this guy after him, Agent 22, or number 22. And this guy doesn't really seem to have any apparent abilities, except that he's a sadist and kind of an asshole. Like, his boss is like, all right, we've got faith in you, number 22. You've never failed us before. Get that man back al- dead, I guess. Dead or alive, probably dead. <laughs> and uh, number 22 hangs up the phone. He's like, you're the boss, dick. I'm like, I don't think he was being particularly rude to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did just Colonel hire you. Dick. You are an independent contractor. But then they decide that uh, number 22 isn't enough. And that's when they send a cyborg after pal. And it seems like if you had sent the cyborg after Bao before Bao became Bao, then it would have been a much shorter operation. Absolutely. I don't understand why they didn't just have, yeah. If, even beyond 22, they have a guy that's a cyborg sniper. Yeah. Which, well, it doesn't make any sense because we don't know he's a cyborg until Bao's, like, melts his face hair with his hair. Melts half of his face off. Um, and then we're like, oh, my God, he's a cyborg. And then Bao gets away. And then he's like, chase him on like a helicopter, like in Rambo. Um, <laughs> well, no, but seriously, that guy had to be a cyborg. He had to have something going on because otherwise, <laughs> yeah, you're a pretty good sniper rifle. But you're talking, I mean, when, when they first introduce Walken, they don't actually show him on screen. He's holding a cup of tea and he's looking into the future <laughs> in the tea. And so talking to the colonel, like pretty shitty. And you're like, like, 
how would why do you even need a good sniper you've got a guy that can see the future and not only can he see the future apparently he can boil tea with his mind <laughs> well the, the thing that doesn't make sense to me about the sniper is when they're in the helicopter right and he's got that sniper rifle the sniper rifle extends these sort of weird metal tentacles that interlace with his exposed cyborg eye and i guess like it like he engaged target mode. It's not complicated. Uh, yeah. That's what target mode yeah. looks like. Well, what doesn't make sense is that he would never be able to use that gun unless Bao melted half of his face off and exposed the robot innards. Maybe he could just he could use it whatever he wanted. It would just really freak people out. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, at this point, all bets are off because he did also escape from Bao by having a rocket shoot out of his back. And then have a, it's not only a rocket, it's like a whole hang glider thing. Like, <laughs> he blasts off, and then a hang glider deploys from his back, and he rockets to the safety of the island. God, that would be so awesome. Seriously. Like, Peace. I'm going to work. They're like trying to convince you to become a cyborg. It's like, but I'll never be able to feel love again. It's like, dude, we'll <laughs> yeah, give you a rocket well, pack you hang get glider. A sweet jetpack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. I don't need to feel no, the no, sweet caress of a I woman start, ever again. Uh, put my legal documents on the table. I'm like, let's start discussing cyborg junk. <laughs> you don't even need it. The rumbling vibration of a rocket attached to your back is the only ecstasy <laughs> yeah. you'll ever need. Just discate. I was going to say I engaged that during intercourse. <laughs> Crash through the wall. Yeah, you're just like. <laughs> oh. I was like, wow, Joe, you're so considerate thinking of the woman. <laughs> no, no. It's all about yeah, she me. She loves that jetpack. You know it. Yeah, but so... Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wow, nothing could be better than a cyborg. Except, except for maybe a, a nearly extinct well, Native American. Well, don't don't skip these guys that show up for no reason. After he shoots down the helicopter, but directly before he encounters Walken... He engages a grenadier, or whatever, a grenadier, whatever they're called. Grenadier. And an evil clown. Like, and he kills them without a second thought. Like, the grenade guy throws a grenade at them, and then he melts all the skin off their body. Like, and that's the only time they're ever in the show. Well, I mean, what do you expect to happen to them? Well, I don't know. Evil clowns usually have something going on. <laughs> <laughs> you're not just an evil clown. You like Tim Curry and it. You live in the sewers and you're like a giant arachnoid monster. We have to cut open its heart or, you know, melt its flesh off. Yeah, I don't think I yeah. would be that terrified of it in a world that can included Bao. It's like, yeah, what do you got, no. it? Yeah, you're pretty scary in the bathroom. That dude just yeah, melted his With face. The blood coming out of the sink, that was pretty scary. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, hey, please meet my friend, Bao. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, we all float down here. He's and Bao like, just... <laughs> and then Walken comes in and rapes the corpse. <laughs> With he's his like, mind. I'm still technically alive. <laughs> Please stop raping you <laughs> with your mind. With your mind, Wang. Truly, this is terrible. I'm sorry, I'll never kill another kid again. I promise. <laughs> Please. 
mind rape is so much worse than normal rape. Because, you know, a penis can only get so big. But a mind penis. This is like some freaky Strange Days stuff going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I just I wanted to jump to Walken because he is such a ridiculous character. And he really makes the show. Yeah, You're like, no. who cares, Bao? You're just some another blue, weird Sentai guy with strange powers. And then Walken shows up and you're like, now Walken, there's a man. That's a guy I could get behind. Well, the first time he fights Bao, he cuts his chest like Billy in Predator. He doesn't so even cut like, his chest, Dave. Well, he, he rips he, it like, open with his finger. He, oh, yeah. my Sorry. Yeah, he uses his finger to engrave like this bizarre sigil. I can't remember what they call it, like the blood totem or something. (laughs) Uh, Whatever it is, you don't want to be around when he does it. Yeah, you definitely don't. Well, actually, maybe you do, because it means that, uh, you know... Oh, wait. Holds a meaning to respect courtesy. Oh, wait. (laughs) In the the transcript, it's talking about the when Walken meets up with Bao says, Doctor, Walken is inscribing a symbol on his chest. And then the doctor responds, Walken is the last survivor of his American Indian tribe. It is said that symbol holds a meaning of respect, courtesy, and death to the opponent. (laughs) Which means Walken acknowledges Bao as a true warrior. Yeah. I respect the fact that I'm going to kill you with my psychic powers. I love how it says, like, respect, courtesy, and death. I don't yeah. think you can ever really... None of the... Uh, courtesy like, and you're death. Like, respect, you're like, yeah, yeah, courtesy, okay, yeah, I can dig it. Death, what, huh? You can, I mean, ru- being rude and being courteous, that's a binary. You know, because you can well, be yeah, one just, or the other. <clears throat> but being it courteous... like you can't really be courteous and... Yeah, that that doesn't even enter into the equation. It's like you can't list those two things together because they have nothing to do with one another. It's like I courteously kill you. Whatever, jerk. Yeah. That was so rude. I'm not going to send you a Christmas card now, you know. So basically what Walken is saying is like. I was so courteous. I engraved this totem on my chest and everything with my finger. Did you did you not see that part? So like Bao defeats Walken by, you know, forcing him to hold the door for him. Yeah. Sends him a fruit basket. Walken is inclined to, you know, reciprocate. Yeah. This is it's ridiculous. Like, I have to get him a better fruit basket. I just want to fight Bao. <laughs> he just drops his handkerchief. Gah! Bao! <laughs> he stands on the sidewalk where a puddle of mud awaits. <laughs> Like, Curse what? this blood symbol, which binds my tribe. It's like, maybe that's why your tribe died, dude. They couldn't separate being courteous from killing people. <laughs> and seriously, how does your tribe die out if you're a superhuman maybe, psychic? I think maybe they died out because they thought it was courteous to kill people. <laughs> they just kept killing each other. Yeah, because they, like, they thought they were being nice. And then eventually it was like, Oh shit! We ran out of guys. Bad, the, like, we killed them all. The last two were like walking, and one other Indian are walking up to a door. Walking courteously yeah. opens it and then smashes it, <laughs> killing the guy between the door and the door jam. It's like, well, you know, 
It was a courteous way to kill somebody. He did open the door for him. Yeah, and then he crushed his head with it. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I guess maybe Walken's power is unique, but I don't know. I just assume that if you're the most powerful psychic the world has ever known, everybody else would at least be kind of psychic. At least psychic really? enough to like see the white man coming. <laughs> it's like yeah, that one caught up with him. He's like the only thing we couldn't see was Custer, <laughs> and that did not work out very well for us. It's like my people. Our future holds only gambling halls and the white man's fire water. Well, maybe Custer's terrible psychic power was contained only by his mustache. Yeah, exactly. Dave, it's only a headband, or perhaps a hat band. And even Custer wasn't that psychic. He got messed up. <laughs> yeah, well, they, he forgot to shave that morning. Or he did shave that morning. Who knows? One or the other. <laughs> he was trying to use the power, but the 5 o'clock shadow had already grown. <laughs> All we That's know. That's why Running Bull kicked his ass. All we know is that Walken has the ability to trap Bao in a wall, which isn't sufficient. Because Bao proceeds to cut off his own arm and then regrow it in, like, seconds. Yeah. He's like, I don't even need this arm. I'm just going to get another one. Which makes me think, I would just grow extra arms. If you have the ability to yeah. regrow one arm, you should be able to grow as many as you want. I would be shooting well, arms I mean, at people. They would just be popping out of Maybe with, like, chest. at least a price of, like, having to cut your chest. But then you could, like, really concentrate and grow an arm. Yeah. Or I would, I'll like... I'll tell you what I'd do. You know, sometimes when those, like, lizards... Lose their tails, they grow back bigger. I'm just saying. <laughs> Think what you could do with that technology for the small entry price of excruciating pain. I'm just just think about it. The only problem would only work in bow form, and then you'd be getting intimate with your lady, and you get all excited, and your hair would stand up and penetrate her with a thousand monofilament needles, <laughs> and her like, face oh. would melt. Oh, this is so whack. Truly, the act of making love has become a cruel joke for me. And I'm a monster. Oh, well, time to grow another set of arms. <laughs> I've already got like 10. I'm running out of space on my body. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know why Bao is even that great. Because all you have to do is shoot him in the head. Yeah. It's and like, then why do you need all this super-powered BS? Well, why don't you just give Walken a gun and a flamethrower? <laughs> you probably only need the gun, frankly. I'm sure he can conjure the flame. <laughs> well, I don't understand. Like, I guess that's the, the thing. Because the commando squad that attacks the first time when Bat was assaulted in the abandoned apartment building, they say that they thought they shot him in the head, but I guess they really didn't. But yeah, all you yeah. need to do is shoot him in the head. How hard would that be? If you get, like, 20 guys... All shooting at him. Someone's going to get a headshot. Bound to get him. Yeah, it's just it's bound to happen. Wait, does disintegrating the head work? I don't know. Really? If you're close enough to disintegrate Bao's head, it's too late, Dave, because he's already disintegrating you. Yeah. I Not even disintegrating, it. melting. Disintegration might be nice because that's yeah. just sort of like turning into powder. It's not like having Joel, your face you melted. You have to use your powers for good. By the gigawatts. Make some gifts because or the that gigawatts. Shit was unreal. Like, Dude. I never want to go out like that. I there's no word in the English language to describe what he does to these people. 
it's truly tragic. You just look at him and you feel like, bad for him. It's not like one of those, you know, when you're watching the Ninja Wrath gif, you're like, well, that's kind of funny. You know, their head got popped. These guys, they're just like, they were clearly not prepared for what was about to happen because they wouldn't have come here. You couldn't pay me enough. If you explain to me that there's a high probability that someone's going to grip up my face and then melt it, yeah, I'm not showing up for work. He's like, but seriously, dude, six figures and you only have to work one weekend. Well, yeah, but it'll be hard to enjoy that when I'm not having a face. He's like, whatever, your loss. He's like, no, your loss. Because you can still see my face. Your loss of a face. You know, <laughs> like, is this a foreign concept to you? It's like, dude, it's just like when those guys get on the boats and fish up the crabs. <laughs> it's dangerous, but it pays good. And you only have to work a couple weeks. Uh, it's nothing like the crabs. This is like the if the crabs could grab you and melt your face. This is a giant enemy crab. <laughs> but he's got no weak spot. I mean, I guess he does. He's got one very obvious and easily Yeah, this just in it's his head. Spot. It, that can't be included as a weakness. If your weakness is someone could shoot you in the head, that just means yeah, that you're a normal, normal. person. <laughs> oh no, I'm weak against the flamethrowers. They Yeah. Like when they do that thing to me. When I'm on I don't fire, like it a lot. I might die. I guess I'm weak against fire. Yeah, but the thing is, he not. He's like he, he might die. If I'm on fire, chances are, yeah, I'm going out. It's bye bye, Dave Riley. So he's still better than me, even at the thing he's weak against. It's like if you shoot a werewolf with a silver bullet, he's dead. So that's yeah, but you can't just you can like wing quantif- the werewolf. It's like you shoot him in the hand and then, you know. All right, fine. But if you like, like that is fatal to a werewolf. But like, there's no guarantee that fire is going to kill this guy, and like, or even the bullet in the head. Like, he got a knife in the neck, <laughs> and that wasn't so bad. <laughs> and like, so it seems like even if he did get a bullet in the in the head. Like, they shot the dog in the head with a bullet, and it got back up. Well, no, it didn't. didn't. They set it on fire, and then the grub jumped out of his brain. The dog dog pounced at the the guy, and then he shot in the head with a bullet. Well, it's just like, whatever. The brain would probably push the bullet out, and I'd be like, thanks. Great. Well, thanks. I'm glad this was the weakness. (laughs) That's when you turn the gun on yourself. Why don't you make it so the parasite's weakness is like, frosted flakes well they don't want it to be that weak dave otherwise they wouldn't be the leaders in military and medical technology because apparently well, we're all gonna be running around with bows in the us. enemy that is like you're never gonna have frosted flakes on a battlefield <laughs> their, their family is like sending them those snack i don't know about you but i go like, everywhere with frosted boxes. flakes so bow like runs into me i spike a bowl in his face they're great <laughs> Bow's chasing the guy, and he, like, falls into a big pile of them, and they explode in a crowd. He's like, ah! No! Shrieking, melting. Oh, oh, oh. That would be hilarious. That's what happens to Bow. It's like, they they open up the door, and the only thing that comes out to kill Bow is Tony the Tiger, animated as himself. It's like, Bow's actually weak against cartoon serial spokespeople. Lucky the leprechaun messes him up. Well, we figured it was sort of a, it was esoteric enough a weakness that nobody would really guess it. You just show him a picture of the box of Lucky Charms. 
Count Chocula. freaking out. He can't handle it. <laughs> Frankenberry. Instead, like, their plan to get Bao, it's probably a poor one. They kidnap his, like, little girlfriend, and they subject her to cruel torture for days. <laughs> like, which doesn't really make sense to me at the end of the thing when he's, like, defeated all the bad guys, where he shoots walking with a gun that I watched it twice, and I'm not sure where the gun came from. It was on the ceiling. He was destroying them. When he went to rescue the girl... Like, he ripped down so he one of the like laser cannons. One. And he was like, woo-hoo. Well, but, so the girl, she's been two straight days of noise torture. By and the noise they marines. Haven't been giving her, they haven't Wild given stallions. her water. Yeah, they're like, dude, your Metallica cover seriously sucks. <laughs> it wasn't even that good of a song to begin with. And they're like, well, I think we're pretty good. We're using it as torture. How good could it be? <laughs> yeah, so like the noise torture and the dehydration, like they haven't given her water in two days. She's basically just chained in this room when they're blasting noise at her. She's pretty happy when she finally gets freed. I'm just going to say, like, she doesn't seem particularly bothered, where I think something like that would destroy a person's mind, at least in the short term. Yeah, even going without sleep for two days would be pretty awful. Yeah, I know. And just like, come on, this is like, there, there's no way that that would get by the Geneva Convention. It doesn't have and, to, Dave. And, she, and also, she's like seven years old. Well, I've had like, her pain will call out to Bao and bring him here. Are you sure that's wise? Why do we want him to come here again? I don't I don't remember. Because last time, just he melted some people's faces. Out. They're like, no, no, don't worry about it. We got that guy that throws the grenades. We got his buddy, Evil Clown. <laughs> They'll take care of him. Oh, Finally, it's Evil Clown's time to shine. Yeah, those guys go do go out like total punks. Almost as bad They're as the sniper the rifle for guy. Five seconds. I mean, you didn't really do it justice because the sniper rifle guy thinks he's a bad dude because he's loaded his sniper rifle with a single round that could take out an armored troop carrier. And so when he shoots that at Bao, Bao just releases a wave of electronic, I don't even, electricity that propels the bullet back at the helicopter. <laughs> and the guy actually sees it coming. He's like, oh no, the bullet. I'm like, man, that must be some heck of electricity. Because that doesn't you even make any sense at all. Bullet. That maybe wouldn't have taken out your helicopter. What? It's like. Apparently, electricity just does whatever Bao wants it to at the time. Because if you shoot electricity at a bullet, I mean, it might explode on its own, but chances are it's just going to hit you in the hand. Because it's not grounded. I don't know, man. I mean, I think this is the same Jerry I remember when we watched Saw. Um, he was like, they would never get electrocuted by that shackle on their waist. Like, there's no... uh. There's no current. Like, there couldn't be a current. It has to go out somewhere. You can't ask these things. We don't understand how bow electricity works. It could be totally different than normal electricity. Bow electricity works through stamming. Like, I mean, how does a worm even generate electricity? <laughs> Have you ever seen... I'm, I'm convinced that breakdancers doing the worm is going to be the next energy source for America. <laughs> It's limitless. It's we so clean burning. All we got to do is provide the fat beats 
And everybody starts doing the worm. It's totally green. As soon as they get the windmill going on, they just attach like steel strips to, or, yeah. <laughs> to these guys' feet and then they whirl around in copper tubes. <laughs> oh, snap. Finally, breaking will be respected. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Get in the tube. <laughs> Yo, B. I'm totally tough. It's like easy there, Quan. You know how to break dance. <laughs> Doesn't make you gangster. Capoeira breakdance fighting? No. Breakdance was like when they took the capoeira and they took the fighting part out of it. I mean, maybe that was a good move on their part. They were like, seriously, though, why even pretend? Buy this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nobody's fighting like this. Last time I tried to do capoeira, someone kicked me in the junk and then bit my ear. Yeah. A real martial artist just kicked my ass. Doesn't even matter. It's like, yeah, I tried to do capoeira. Three guys tackled me and just started punching me. Yeah. It was terrible. I tried to do one of those moves where I put a hand on the ground and I, like, arced my whole body over it and kicked them, and then they just grabbed my foot <laughs> and threw me on the ground and started jumping on me. And then nobody Mark ever taught me Why would you lie to, to me? Out of that. Oh, man. That- <laughs> it was like, I got a Jenga. Where's my sixth step? That YouTube video. I get back up. Of the, baddest, the bad dudes movie. What? Did you see that? No. It's like a mashup of uh, Dacascus and I can't remember who the other guy was. Shoot, not to go back and watch it. It's on the forum. It's really funny. Are you are you Ooh. googling it now? No. <laughs> I'll I'll wait until after the show. We're pretty much done now anyway. Yeah, it's gone for fifty minutes. But anyway, seriously, keep your headbands on, folks. Yeah. Think of Loverboy. They made the ultimate sacrifice so we may live. And if they did that, then what can people such as us do? Lesser man than they. What makes a man? Is it the power in his hands? Is it his quest for glory? Give it all you got to, to fight to the top. Huh? But Dr. Kasumi Nome, Bao's condition is entirely as it should be. I'm speaking of the girl who is said to have escaped. There's been no word of her capture. Sir, that girl has strange powers, so Fiend is probably having a great deal of trouble controlling her. It's because of those unique powers that the organization needs her. Perhaps Sophine should not be a member of Doress if a nine-year-old girl can elude her. Who enters without permission? The girl! I'm sorry. It's my fault for assuming she was nothing but a child. Come on, Sumire. Our little walk is over. Let's go back to the passenger car. It's snack time. No! I will not report this to the organization. Take her away now. What? Come on, Sumire! That door was secured. 
It could not be unlocked. But she opened it without any trouble at all. So that's it. She read the door's combination. Now I see why the organization wants to harness her abilities for use in intelligence activities. Huh? Water's leaking from the capsule! That valve! Close that valve! Yes, sir. There isn't enough water! Add more! Yes, sir. Down. Hold down the lid, or we're all facing disaster! Did you close that valve as I said? Oh, oh my god! Lock that door! We must not let it get out of this freight car! Catch it! <gasps> You little brat! You've uncoupled the cars! Stop him! Don't let Bo get away! <gasps> this is awful! We've awakened Bo's terrible power! A massive power which unless control poses a threat to the entire world! Doctor, he's going to jump! We've no choice. We can't let Bao be seen by the outside world. In his present state, we should be able to kill him. Shoot him! 